So I'm back. This is my first episode in a while. I've been really busy. Oh, before we get started, uh, I wanted to show my some things that I'm proud of. I got this cool shirt. This uh, Che Guevara. Every weird, idiot, uneducated, ignorant college kid's favorite idol for some reason. Obviously, it's a mockery of those shirts that people unironically like to wear. It's weird because, like, anybody who knows any who knows shit about Dick knows that Che Guevara was not a good person and not someone that you should idolize. But for some reason, weird, like, liberal, for some reason, you know, it's ironic because they're liberals, but Che Guevara was the complete opposite of a liberal. He was an insanely brutal fascistic dictator. But anyway, I got that shirt because fuck Che Guevara. Che Guevara sucks. I'm also not drinking from this independently-minded mug. I'm drinking a, a homemade alcohol liquor, uh, apple liquor or beer. I don't know. What it is, really. It's a beer. It's really, really good. And it's not strong at all. You barely taste the alcohol in it. It's a homemade one a family friend made. But, yeah, that's what I'm drinking today, if you're wondering. Um, yeah, I've been gone for a while because I had my... I went to Croatia. I had my dad's retirement from the military. His ceremony was really awesome. Uh, great send-out for 25 years in the Navy. I had, um, I moved out for the first time. I'm in my first apartment. You can't really tell because I don't have the background in view, but this, this fucking window up here, this is a, that's a new window. <laughs> Not that it matters to anybody, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. Living, living on your own for the first time. It's a change, but it's, it's exciting. Me and my fiance, we're really happy. Um, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. A lot of things over the past few weeks that I've wanted to talk about that are kind of not in the news cycle that aren't really, it's like something I'm going to talk about and people are going like, what the fuck, this is three weeks old, why do we give a shit anymore? And so I'm going to go through my notes and I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about, but before I even start, I wanted to address the couple of people that gave me feedback. I had someone who answered that poll on Spotify and they were giving me topics that they wanted me to talk about. Um, and I will get to that, not in this episode, because I haven't done enough, haven't done enough research, I haven't educated myself on this topic well enough yet so on the topics because it was a few topics that they gave me but if you're listening just know i'm not ignoring you i will definitely get to that later um oh fuck it i gotta take these off man the i know the re the reflection the glare in the sunglasses bothers people but eh whatever why are you watching the podcast first of all who has time to sit i i beg you you know i want people to listen to this podcast but also at the same time I'm concerned if you have enough time to fucking watch an hour, over hour long podcast. You, there's nothing to see here. Just listen to what I have to say or don't. Um, but obviously in the background here, we got my favorite guy, Steve Bannon. I'm actually, he kidnapped me and I'm actually in his basement right now. And luckily he had po podcast equipment. So I'm using it to get my final podcast out before he brutally murders me. He just looks like that kind of guy, you know? He's a dis gross looking guy he's oh oh man that's a terrifying look at this picture he's just he's looking at you like yeah you're mine bitch you're in, he looks like a guy that would hold people preferably brown skinned 22 year old filipinos in their basement anyway another person gave me feedback a close friend of mine gave me feedback and he was telling me he basically flat out said hey man you need to stop talking about politics because 
you know, as your friend, you just got to stop talking about politics. And I kind of half agree with him because on one hand, a lot of the things in politics that I am familiar with are a bit outdated. I'm not really up to date on a lot of things. And a lot of things that I talked about, you could tell, and I could feel it. I don't know if you could tell, my friend could tell. I was a little uncomfortable talking about them because I didn't really know what the fuck I was saying. But once I start, I'm not going to stop. I don't edit things out of my podcast. I go, I hit start, and then I hit stop when I'm done. So, on one hand, I agree. On the other hand, he kind of said that, and I could tell, and I know him, and he's going to disagree with me 100% on this when he listens to the episode, but... He also said that because he doesn't like the opinions that I have. We disagree on a lot of things politically. And that's one of the main reasons why he doesn't want me talking about politics. Because he doesn't want to hear these opinions. He doesn't want to hear the opinions that he that don't align with his own beliefs. So I'm going to keep on talking about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And if I truly do feel in my heart that I don't know what I'm talking about, I will stop. Or I just won't talk about it at all. So don't fucking ask me to break down some fucking bipartisan bill on uh, Minnesota infrastructure and shit like that. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck enough about Minnesota to even look into it. I'm not gonna, it's why, like I said, when the Afghanistan thing came, I didn't give an opinion on it because I didn't know what, I don't know anything about anything. (laughs) I don't know anything about military strategy. I don't really know a lot about why we were even in Afghanistan in the first place. So why would I give my opinion when everyone else is giving their fucking opinion? I'm going to talk about things that I feel are more important and that I give a shit about. So there are a couple things that, um, you know, that, that I could talk about that I'm going to talk about today. Starting off, hopefully this episode stays up on YouTube because my last episode was removed. First, it got flagged and I got a warning for, for miseducation, um, regarding the 2020 election. And I thought that was weird because I was like, hey, uh, I didn't, I don't remember talking about the 2020 election at all. So I went, I listened to it before I appealed. And then I was like, oh yeah. So anybody with half a brain or that isn't fucking deaf could listen to that episode and be like, oh yeah. When he said Trump won, he was talking about the 2016 election because he was talking about defeating Hillary and Russia gate. Was there any Russiagate talk in 2020, the 2020 presidential election? No, because Trump didn't win. So there was no reason for the libs to cry about some bullshit Russiagate. So when I said those words, maybe it'll get flagged again. I don't know. But I was talking clearly about the 2016 election. So in my appeal, I typed it up and I jokingly said, hey, I'll accept Bitcoin as an apology. So I can accept the initial flag. Because whatever algorithm they have heard me say the words Trump won fairly or Trump won fair and square. And I'm like, okay, that's acceptable. The algorithm caught it. That's something that a lot of people say. And like I've said before, I feel that that's wrong. I do not think Trump won fair and square in 2020. He clearly won fair and square in 2016, which was why he was the president of the United States for four years. But Joe Biden won fair and square in 2020. And that's an unpopular opinion for some reason, but when I use the evidence, I like to use evidence before I make an opinion. Looking at the evidence or lack thereof, I don't think Biden cheated Trump out of a victory. But when you have someone manually review the video and still flag it, 
they ended up rejecting my appeal saying, no, there was miseducation. There was misleading information regarding the 2020 election. So I was like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Someone has, is so blinded by their bias and they disagree with my opinion so much that they've decided. So they're so blindly blinded by their bias that they've just decided immediately. It was within like five to seven minutes that they rejected the the episode again and said, no, yeah, there's misleading information in here. If whoever was reviewing that appeal and reviewing the video did it with no bias and listened to the 20 seconds leading up to those words that got me kicked off, that got my video deleted and got it flagged, or the 20 seconds after, they would know I wasn't talking about the 2020 election. But whatever, we'll see how long I last this time. If this episode gets banned, I'm off for a week, which is fine because I do one episode per week. Uh, when it comes to world news and commentary like this. But, so I just wanted to address that. Anybody who was looking forward to watching it, sorry. I tried to appeal. I actually appealed again and told them to go fuck themselves. And they didn't like that and they didn't give it back. So, let's see. Let's look at my notes. So, officially more people have died this year of COVID than last year. Despite us having the vaccine. Which is something that's... You know, very telling for for us being in a position where Dr. Fauci was telling us and the media was telling us, everybody was telling us, once the vaccine rolls out and, and most people get it, which it wouldn't be mandatory, Joe Biden said he would never pass a vaccine mandate. That's not necessary. Just like mask mandates are not necessary, which, we, which were both lies that he told on live TV uh, because obviously we have both mask mandates and vaccine mandates in a lot of places. And no... A lot of people are telling me, oh, they're not hard mandates, it's not a big deal, you can choose to test out. Nope, that's not true for a lot of places. New York, you cannot test out. Fire departments, you cannot test out. A lot of police departments, in Seattle, I think what it, in Seattle losing like 40% of their workforce, that's not a good thing looking at the shape that Seattle's in. So don't tell me that bullshit, oh, it's not a hard mandate, but you know what it's going to become eventually? A hard mandate. Because when you give the government an inch, they take a mile. So, anybody, all I'm going to say on this, because I'm not an expert, and I shouldn't be giving out medical advice, and I have never given out medical advice on here. I've never went out and said, don't get the vaccine. Uh, fucking eat sun-dried tomatoes ten times a day and you won't get the vaccine. Take your calcium vitamins instead of getting the vaccine. Don't wear masks. I've never said any of that shit. Listen to Jimmy Dore's episode with Robert Malone, who is credited as the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology. Listen to his opinion, because his opinion is completely aligned with mine. And for the past year and a half, people have been saying, listen to the science, trust the science. You can't trust the science any more than this. This guy invented, Robert Malone, he invented the mRNA vaccine technology. Let me find this episode real quick. So the episode is called, it's called something, here we go, Truth About Vaccines and COVID. This is, this is a really, really, really important episode that everybody on this planet, honestly, should listen to. Unless you're in Norway or uh, Denmark where they just, they, they're over COVID. They said, well, fuck this shit. It's like the flu. It's going to come every year. We got to, you know, leave the hospitals clear for the people who need it the most. Vaccines for people who need them the most, which is how it should be in America and around the world. 
shouldn't be forcing people who have already gotten COVID, who have more robust, longer-lasting, stronger immunity naturally against COVID, um, you shouldn't be forcing them to get the vaccines either. Because you know, people who have had COVID, I'm pretty sure they have harsher side effects. Or maybe it's the other way around, I don't remember. But check this episode out, it's really important. Another thing that, that I wanted to talk about, which I think is really disgusting, really dangerous, and sets a very, very, very hazardous um, a very hazardous uh, trend that we're probably definitely going to go down. So Google is going to start banning ads and stop funding media that contradicts scientific, the scientific consensus on climate change, which is, which is stupid because, first of all, there are not a lot of things in science that come to a complete consensus. Science does not come to a complete consensus. That's not what science is. The point of science is that the strongest, most robust, and trustworthy, and scrutinized things can stand the test of time. They can stand to be questioned. They can stand to be opposed. And when you're just outright banning things that contradict the consensus, what's the consensus? Okay, who out there right now is saying, is outright saying, Mankind does not contribute to climate change. I haven't ever heard anybody have that opinion in 2021. People don't have that opinion. If they do, they're lying to themselves. Humans and machines and factories and coal burning and cars and jets and planes and factories like that, they all contribute to climate change. And carbon also. Carbon emissions, that contributes to climate change, which humans give off naturally. So humans... Existing in numbers that we do, we're also contributing to climate change just by existing. But the point of science is that it gets tested and challenged to prove its strength and its truthfulness. And by not allowing people to question and to challenge, and be, some people just need to be given good evidence. And by completely shutting it out, you're you're trivializing it and you're making it giving it a mysterious aura and you're making it kind of you're making it a conspiracy theory to not 100% agree with the scientific consensus. And you're going to create people that are more miseducated, that are more ignorant, and more questioning. Uh, they're uh, they're going to question it more, and they're not going to trust, you know, the science that has been done, that does show that humans contribute to climate change, that does show that the Earth is it's taking irreparable damage right now. Uh and there are many reasons behind that, and there's not more than there's there's more than one culprit on that too. But that's not a good thing. That's not the point of science. Science is not believe this, and if you don't, you're getting silenced. That's not how science works. That's not how science works. So for some reason, California right now and the rest of the United States, there's a big debate going on on whether or not children need to be vaccinated. And I don't understand this. You. There, first of all, I don't have, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. I have younger siblings, but they're not my kids. I do not get to decide whether or not things get done to them or they don't. It's not, it's not my choice. And no matter who you are, if you're a parent or a grandparent, or you have any legal guardianship over a kid, no matter what, you need to do what's best for you and what's best for your kid. And no one else is going to know what's best for your kid or you, no matter what they tell you, no matter how loud they're shouting. So I'm not telling anybody to get their kids vaccinated 
or to not vaccinate them. Some places, they're not going to have the choice. California is trying to make it to where if you go to public school, you have to have the COVID vaccine, which doesn't make sense to me because looking, here's what I would look at as a parent. Here's what I look at as a, as a non-biased human who plans to have kids one day, but doesn't right now. Less than 600 people, less than 600 kids under the age of 18 have died of the coronavirus since January of 2020 in the United States of America. Less than a thousand kids, there are 74 million children in the United States, and less than 600 of them have died. If you don't believe me, you can check out the CDC stats yourself. I don't pull this stuff out of my asshole to try to make it fit some agenda that I have. But at the time of my notes, it was 499 people. It's a little over that. A couple more have died. It's a sad, it's a sad thing. But one in every, I want to say for the Moderna vaccine, one in every 5,000 kids who gets it is also getting myocarditis. So at the time of this podcast being recorded, you have a 37 times higher of a chance of getting myocarditis, uh, 37 times higher of a chance of getting myocarditis if you are a male under the age of 24 and you get the COVID vaccine. They don't know why that's the case. Obviously, it's not intended, but it's still something that you have to be worried about. So as of right now, if you look at how many kids have gotten COVID and how many kids have died of COVID, you have a higher chance of getting myocarditis from the vaccine as a kid, which is inflammation of the heart, if you didn't know, than you have of dying. So why are they forcing kids to get it? Kids are not dying of COVID. Kids are not having extreme cases of COVID. And almost like 97% of those kids who died of COVID had multiple pre-existing conditions. So there's kind of a blueprint for failure, not a blueprint for success, a blueprint for failure. If you have multiple pre-existing conditions, you're vitamin D deficient, you smoke, you're obese, or you're worse, you're morbidly obese, you've had cancer, then your odds of, of beating this thing are lower. They're not a hundred percent. They're not a hundred percent that you're going to die, but it's high, like 40%, 50%. That's, you know, you flip a coin and you're dying or, or, or you're surviving from COVID. So why are kids being, why are they pushing in California and in the rest of the United States to make it mandatory for kids to get a rushed out vaccine that might actually do more harm to them than if they were to catch the disease, get longer lasting and more robust natural immunity and the odds of them surviving are much higher than your average adult and middle-aged and of course elderly person. So why, I don't know. I don't know, but if I had a kid, I'm seriously going to consider not getting them the vaccine because it just, it's too risky. That's, that's my humble opinion. So we have a, a cool dude, a good old, uh, old money scumbag banker, Jamie Dimon. He's, uh, he's been bashing Bitcoin and cryptocurrency lately, calling it worthless, which I just find really hilarious because the guy's a literal bank, like a bank juggernaut. If anything's worthless, it's the U.S. dollar. Quite literally, there's nothing backing the U.S. dollar. At least with cryptocurrencies, certain cryptocurrencies, the more viable ones, which they're all going to get turned to mush and get made useless through government le legislation and regulation soon anyways. But some cryptocurrency is actually rooted behind real technology and real, real crypto infrastructure and 
for for a for an an old money banking scumbag who's probably ruined millions of people's lives calling a cryptocurrency the biggest the most impactful cryptocurrency worthless is hilarious to me dude your your favorite currency is the most inflated currency on the entire planet one of the most inflated currencies and it's only getting worse it's only going to get worse so speaking of election fraud oh boy so this is from the washington post this isn't like i'm getting this from oan or or newsmax or some garbage the washington post is reporting that there were there were some georgia election workers that were fired for shredding voter registration forms so like i said in the past did trump did Trump get cheated out of the election? I don't believe so. Is there election fraud, though? Absolutely, there's election fraud. Um, but it's 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 impossible to track and calculate how much election fraud there was. And I bet you a lot of the election fraud out there is going for either side. There's not just only Trump ballots getting shredded or destroyed or tampered with. But there's also Biden ballots getting tampered with. So... This just goes to show, this just goes to reinforce my argument and my point of view on this, on election fraud. There's always room for improvement. And election workers getting fired for shredding ballots, that's proof that there is at least a little bit of election fraud, right? So I just wanted to talk about that. Obviously, Halloween was yesterday. At the time of this upload, it's November 1st. But I did put this in my notes. Uh, Dr. Fauci said, Halloween is safe. Um, because all of a sudden now Dr. Fauci, uh, a man who has lied in front of Congress multiple times, a man who has secret agendas that are yet to be uncovered, the man who has, who is super arrogant, super narcissistic, he's the one who's going to decide whether or not kids can go trick-or-treating for Halloween. Uh, and I say suck my balls, Dr. Fauci. So... Let me look through my notes. Ah, so there was this really cool story in San Antonio. So there was there was a mother who actually had her son. I don't know. I didn't look into this case too much. Um, I don't know what exactly happened. But the gist of it is there, there were cops in San Antonio that killed this lady's son for whatever reason. Maybe he was a gangbanger. It seems like he was a gangbanger because she actually got a, she won a settlement in court. And she got $5 million. And can you guys guess what she used her $5 million on? So she used the money to supply guns to the teen gang. Presumably that her son was a part of. So she sounds like a great mom. And I bet you to this day, she's still still probably somehow blaming the cops instead of being a shitty mother who supplies gangs $5 million worth of guns. So fuck that lady. And people, you need to take responsibility for your shitty kids when they turn out to do shitty things like that one chick who got shot by the cops as she was stabbing someone she was in a fight with and you can hear her parents in the background going oh my god you didn't just shoot my baby you didn't just shoot my baby your baby's a fucking psychopath your baby was stabbing someone in front of you and you didn't try to stop her you let it's your fault you raised her to think it's okay to stab people that you have disagreements with so yeah Fuck your baby. Your baby's dead because you raised her wrong. It's your fault. And I doubt these people are going to ever take responsibility. Instead, they're going to supply guns to gangs in the in the area. 
So, the NIH has exposed their boy, Dr. Fauci. Allegedly. This is all allegedly. Um, I don't want to get in trouble for this. This is actually... I'm just kidding. This is not a story. It's not a real story. This is a fictional story that I created. Um, that just coincidentally has the same groups and names as public figures. But I'm not criticizing them or accusing them or talking bad about them. They're all great people. They've done nothing wrong. So in my story, the NIH exposed this Italian guy that a lot of people have been following. And like Katy Perry, Katy Perry wore a, a vaccine for Halloween. It was really cool. Very, very brave. Very, you know, not, she's not a sellout or a shill at all. She's a, she's a brave, brave woman. More power to her. So the NIH exposed an Italian public health official, public health advisor, for lying in front of Congress and admits that the United States did in fact fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab, despite this said Italian public official's repeated denials, including one in a, in a very viral clip where he got into an argument with Rand Paul. And, and I'm pretty sure in that video he said, if you don't trust Fauci, then you don't trust science. Or if you don't listen to Fauci, you're not listening to science. What kind of an asshole says that shit? You're not a scientist, dude. You're like a fucking administrative clerk who for some reason people think actually knows what the fuck he's talking about. Anyway. For those of you who don't know what gain-of-function research is, gain-of-function research is essentially when a lab and a group of scientists test and try to make a virus more deadly so they can understand it better and there were there was allegations that the united states had funded the wuhan lab that is notorious for working on bat coronaviruses and sars and it's not a good look when you find out that they did in fact fund gain-of-function research in the very lab that probably the coronavirus escaped from. The coronavirus got out to China, got into the, the trading hubs, the business areas. The It went from a couple people to, to a couple hundred to thousands to where there are now 5 million people who have died of the coronavirus. And it quite possibly, very likely, came from a lab in Wuhan that the United States funded. It funded the 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 growth and the, the the growth in the levels of danger for this virus because who knows what it was like before before this got tested on and this doesn't this doesn't prove that it came from a lab but i mean guys the wuhan coronavirus lab where the cases started the cases began in china they started to spread from china from wuhan the 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 funding for gain of function research could have could have gone nowhere. It could have been like, oh, we didn't dis we couldn't find anything out. But it's just it's it's too coincidental. It's or it's not coincidental. It's it's too it's too perfect to be a coincidence and not be, you know, the real reasoning behind this pandemic that we're under. But what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? All we know is uh, Dr. Fauci is not to be trusted. In my story, allegedly. Yeah, so firehouses around the United States are, are firing or they're actually asking these firehouse staff to step down. 
uh, if they don't choose to get vaccinated, which is pathetic. You're going to fire me, and then I'm going to file for unemployment. If I'm a fireman, I'm demanding that you fire me so I can get unemployment, so you can pay me for as long, because it's your fault that I don't have a job. How fucked up is it that we're trying to force public service people like firemen and cops, people who are here to protect us and keep us safe? How fucked up is it that we're making them get fired? We're making them lose their jobs because they don't want to get a vaccine. That should be voluntary, 110%. It just goes to show that the government does not care about the well-being of its people. It doesn't. If you're reducing the police force in Seattle, who just recently had some of the most dangerous... Uh, uh, the, the, the dangerous blocks where they had no policing, where there was insane numbers of rapes, and burglar, burglary and assaults and a couple murders, you're going to take 40%, you're going to diminish 40% of their police force because they don't want to get a vaccine? That just goes to show that they're, I'm not saying anything, but it's just, you don't care about the well-being of people. Of this vaccine that kills less than 2% of the people that it infects, you're going to, you're going to reduce the, 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 the staffing for people that protect the well-being of the people in this community. You don't care about the well-being of your people. Stop pretending that you do. Also, California. California, they're awesome. So not only are they trying to force public school children to get a jab for something that gives a lot of them myocarditis. More people, uh, it's a higher chance of getting myocarditis, like I said, than getting the coronavirus and dying of it. California... Uh, for the past year or so is, or for the past couple years, they've actually allowed this where biological males are, if they claim that they're transgender, they're actually allowed to go into the female prison population and they're allowed to live amongst biological females as biological males. Before, until the, about the past year, you actually had to get, you had to prove that you were undergoing hormonal uh, treatments. So you are actually showing that you are transitioning into being a female. But now, for the past year, they're just allowing anybody who claims to be transgender into the female prisons. And now there are insanely horrific stories of women getting beat, they're getting, they're becoming pregnant. In a female prison, females are getting pregnant, and they're getting raped. And, uh, one point for progressive progressive values, I guess. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, this is going to be a short one because, and then I'm just going to recap a couple other things I wanted to talk about. So, Ice Cube has reportedly walked away from a $9 million movie deal uh, project that he decided he didn't want to work on. He's turning down $9 million because it had a vaccine mandate for for all the cast and crew. And I'm just wondering where that group of people who called Ice Cube a sellout, remember this? Uh, about a year ago, Ice Cube had met with the Trump administration. He was talking about strategies to help the inner cities of LA and Compton, the areas that he's from. He wanted to come up with strategies with, with the administration, with the Trump administration, on how to improve the, the quality of life in LA and the inner parts of LA and Compton. And people called him a sellout just because he's working with the President of the United States to better his community. They called him a sellout. 
Where are those people to call him a sellout when he did quite literally the opposite? He doesn't want to get the vaccine for whatever reason. He, it's his choice. He doesn't have to explain with a single fucking word why he doesn't want to get the vaccine. And he's sticking by his guns. He's sticking by his beliefs. And he's not getting the vaccine. And he's turning down $9 million, which, guys, $9 million is a good chunk of change. Ice Cube is turning down $9 million because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Where's the crowd that called him the sellout? I applaud Ice Cube for sticking by his guns. Even even for $9 million, he's sticking by his guns. Which is not something... A lot of people always talk about, Oh, this person's a sellout, this person's a sellout. All you people fucking post pictures of your asshole for $7 a month on the internet. Don't call anybody a sellout. You'd take $9 million to get fucking injected with, uh, with, uh, with horse dewormer ivermectin. Which, by the way, Don Lemon had the most pathetic fucking excuse. The most pathetic defense. Um, I can actually put that, I might put that at the end of this podcast. But basically, Don Lemon talked with Sanjay Gupta and doubled down on him and CNN's uh, lie. And he said, Ivermectin is used as a horse dewormer, as a dewormer for livestock. So it is not a lie to say that it is used. That's not what you fucking said, asshole. And you know that's not what you said. You said... I've, I showed you guys in the video, in my compilation that I made, he said, you're willing to take a drug meant for deworming livestock? That's not what it's meant for. It is mostly used on humans to cure river blindness. It's an anti-parasitic. It's currently being tested on their clinical trials right now, seeing if it actually does truly uh, inhibit the, the, not the transmission, but the replication of SARS-CoV-2 viruses so yeah lazy defense shitty defense you know you lied but i'm not surprised that cnn is doubling down on that shit but i just wanted to put this episode out i'm back in tune i'm back in touch with what's going on in the world and i i hope you guys enjoyed this short episode i'm going to be back with uh full time every week i have some ufc podcasts i'm going to do of course you got super stacked ufc 268 this weekend with the highly anticipated, super highly anticipated rematch between welterweight champion Kamara Usman and Colby Covington. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, merch, the merch design is amazing. It's finished, it's complete, a couple people have seen it, they all love it, I love it, and I'm going to do great things with that, and as soon as I have a place where you can purchase the merch, once it's fully designed and I have a, co- a complete catalog of apparel out, uh, you guys will be the first to hear about it. And I'm really excited. I hope you're excited about it. And as always, stay safe. Stay away from those crazies out there. Thank you. Mm-hmm.